0: Let's start with a word of prayer. My prayer this morning, Father, is a simple one, that you would give me a heart for your word and a word for our hearts. Amen. All I have to say today is waffles. Raise your hand if you like waffles. Ah, there you go. Raise your hand if you have a waffle iron. Well, mine just went in the trash because I was told that 35 year old waffle irons need to be replaced. Not pancakes. We're talking waffles here, Jonathan. I love a good pancake, but waffles are my favorite. Now, why do I say that? Because in my very first church, I was hired as the church growth director. Two weeks before I got there, the youth pastor quit. I instantly became the youth pastor okay i said i'll be the youth pastor how many kids you got uh four what we have four teenagers but they're really faithful how many leaders you got well he just left i said well this will not work for me i need at least six leaders i'll be one of them find me five more what i said we have to have a vision to grow You can't just be happy with four kids. You are literally a block away from a high school that has 400 children. You are 396 short. And they all went like, "Uh uh-oh, who did we hire? I said, okay, find me. So they did. They put an announcement in the bulletin, and they found me a young couple. They found me an older couple, which was very nice. They found so that I had some age in the group. They found me Fred. His name really is Fred, not like Diana's friend Fred. Fred is 6 foot 8. And agreed to work with the youngest group, the 9 to 11 year olds. He would stand like this and they would climb on him. <laughs> Literally, the the goal was to get to the top of He loved them and they loved him. So they said, "Okay, we're going to meet. I said we're going to meet after Sunday and I will make waffles. I love waffles and i like to put my maple syrup in a little pot of water on the stove so we have warm maple syrup and i whip my butter i put it in the stand mixer and you know that whipped butter melts so much better into the little boxes on the waffle. i like can you get this here i like my waffles and i have that little shaker that my grandmom had and then with the powdered sugar on the top also a quarter of a waffle does not count as a waffle. I want all four parts of the waffle. I like my waffles. So here we go. I said bring your waffle irons and we made bisquick and we sat at a table in the parsonage and we planned for the kids that we didn't have yet and we prayed for the kids that we didn't have yet and we divided up this was going to t- we had three groups all meeting at the same time we were going to have a junior group 9 10 11 we were going to have 12 13 14 and then 15 through high school the older couple took them i took the junior high because you need to have a certain mentality to work with junior high children right they need to be fed regularly and clean their cages once a week And then the little guys, Fred and uh, my ex-wife, which is hilarious because she's only 5'2". So 5'2 and 6'8 took the little guys. And we began to pray. And we began to plan. And we began to eat waffles. So the first time we did this, we ate the waffles and we had a plan. And I was in charge of publicity and, and, and getting the kids to come. The next time, one guy says, I'm not sure I like these waffles. What? He says, if we're going to eat waffles every time we get together, and we did, we should try different waffle recipes. So then it became a challenge. So this is what we did. And, and you know me well enough. We always had Bisquick on one waffle iron. And that was our baseline. And then we tried all the waffle recipes we could find. We found a neat one where you put the dry in one half of a Tupperware and the wet in the other, you close the lid and you shake it 20 times. Made really good waffles, not as good as Bisquick. We did one where you do it all and then you whip the egg whites and you fold the egg whites in, not as good as Bisquick. We tried different kinds of wheat, we tried different kinds of everything, flavored maple syrup and add the end we all agreed that Bisquick was the best waffle. I'm sorry to say it was. After all that work. no. do you hear what's happening here? We're bonding as a group. We're working on ministry and we're growing together because like many youth leaders they had a heart for kids and not any idea how to teach the Bible. So whose job is it to teach the leaders how to teach the Bible? It's my job. And we began to knit together, and without planning it, I built my first cell, is what it's called, a home group. They didn't meet in the church. They were part of the church, but they didn't meet in the church. And then they went to church to do ministry, to share the gospel, and then they went back to the cell to evaluate how it worked, how they were growing. So our prayer time began to look a lot like this one. Somebody would come of these six people and say, my grandmother's sick, or I'm going for a new job interview. You... We began to pray together. We began to worship together. We studied together and we ate together. Waffles. I might say, okay. Oh, by the way, in October, our first Sunday in October, we had how many kids? Four. By February, we had 80. It got to be so that after church, now we only have one exit, but a lot of the larger churches have a main exit and then a side exit. The senior pastor gets the main exit and the associate gets the side exit. I got the side. People were complaining that there were too many children in church and they couldn't get out the side exit and they had to go out the front and talk to the pastor. They complained that there were too many kids in church. You know what I'm doing? I'm doing a happy bed dance. Let's make more waffles. That's what Jesus is talking about. We need, as the church, not just kings, but the church universal, we need to start thinking like a family. Think about some of your happiest times in a family. They're usually not when you're sitting by yourself. Well, yes, there is that nice soak in the tub after the kids are in bed. But think of your happiest times. Their birthday parties, their weddings, their celebrations, their times when we all get together. Vicki took very good care of me yesterday. We had all three of my kids and their kids over. It's the first time I've seen them all together since December of 2019. It's the first time Vicki and I got to hold Noah. It was nice to hold Noah. Kayliana and even her dad, admits it, for some reason, she loves to torture Grandpa. Right? Uh, I said, that's my daughter, Diana. She goes, that's my Diana. Every, Every time I said it was mine, she would say something. She argues, she's only two and a half, and she's already learned how to pick on Grandpa. And you know what? Grandpa loves it. Loves it. Oh, just as a point, I got my first senior citizen discount this week. It sort of scared me a little bit. The lady said, how old are you? Are you over 55? I said, yeah, ding, 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 ShopRite gives a senior citizen discount on Tuesday. Who knew? Right, I'm loving being a grandpa, but you can't really be a grandpa unless you can spend time with the grandkids. Those of you who are of a certain age have spiritual grandchildren in this building. We have brothers and sisters in this building. And here's the good news. If we're fully vaccinated, we're allowed to get together and eat again. Did you know that? That's in the new regs. We're allowed to eat together. We can cook stuff and go downstairs and eat together. Because I found that families seem to do the best when there's good food. You can say amen to that. And this is not a sermon about food. It's really a sermon about waffles. But Vicki and I, because I couldn't grip the knife too much, we made pineapple spears we soaked that in brown sugar and cinnamon and then we put that on the grill does that speak to you and after dinner was done and after we played at the lake we just sat at the dining room table with forks and stabbed spears and ate it almost like lollipops and we talked that's what families are supposed to do well think about the church family that you've had Some of you have been in the church your whole life and sometimes church is here and let's be honest, sometimes church is here. Well, go back to here, what was happening? Chances are you were involved with a small group of people, a Sunday school class, a youth group, the praise team, a small group of people that gathered together for a purpose to praise, to learn, whatever, and they began to meld together because we prayed for each other and we talked to each other. That's why if you come to Sunday school or uh, adult Bible study on Thursdays, I'm never upset that we do the chatting at the beginning. That's what building a group or a family is about. How's the new granddaughter? How's the new job? When's the surgery coming? That's, That's where we begin to grow together so that we can pray together. And I have to tell you something, families are not perfect. If you find a perfect family, you should probably not join them because we all know that we're not. What do families do? They eat together, they work together, they live together, they fight together, they cry together, they mourn together, they laugh together, they groan together, and they celebrate together. Now, Doc, why are you so... Interested in families? Well, let's start at the very beginning. God makes Adam out of a lump of clay. He breathes into him. In Hebrew, he becomes a nefesh hayah, an animated being. He can move like Pinocchio. There are no strings on me. And what does God say? It is not good for man to be alone. He causes him to go on his sleep. He takes his rib and he makes a woman, a helpmate. For Adam, the disciples said to Jesus, teach us to pray. And what does he say? Our father. He didn't call him creator. He didn't call him sustainer. He didn't call him the architect of the universe. He called him father. In Jesus' baptism, we're told that the spirit descended on him like a dove. And what did God say? This is my son beloved son in whom i am well pleased and paul in corinthians writes this what if the whole body were an eye where would the hearing be i think paul was the first science fiction writer right couldn't you see some big alien eye coming down to zap us all right but get the image we're all parts of a body it works together and sometimes it doesn't work together Families come with care and with conflict. They come with rebellion and repentance. They come with hurt and forgiveness. They come with love and more love. Hear this. Spiritual growth mostly happens, mostly happens in small groups. Bible studies, prayer meetings, praise team, choir, music ministry, youth group, VBS, Sunday school. These are the places where it happens. Now, I just finished a book called How to Make Disciples in the 21st Century. And he said the church needs to think of growth in two ways. We're going to have cells. And then on Sunday, we're going to have celebrations. We're supposed to prepare for worship all week long. And when we get to here, celebrate the growth that we have. Joel Comiskey, who wrote the book, sees this happening in cells, but he warns us that the church is suffering, I made this up, from CHF, chronic hospitality failure. Have you you heard about the church I visited that made hamburgers? I, I still smile when I think about the hamburgers in church that day, right? I'm sorry to say that the pandemic has forbidden us from doing what families do best. And I I, got to laugh because when I work at a Methodist church, they say, well, you know, Methodists like to eat. And I worked at a Lutheran church. You know what they said? Lutherans like to eat. I worked at a Baptist church. You know what they said? Baptists like to eat. Guess what? We all like to eat. Some of my happiest childhood memories when I was a little boy at Oakland Methodist was the first Sunday we had... A potluck. And I'll tell the truth. The teenagers would spy what was coming. Right? Because we knew that this one lady made really good meatballs. And this one made really good cake. My dad made fried chicken so good. So good. That the colonel let him put it in a KFC bucket. <laughs> oh. And he would come and, and that's what he told the kids at church. I, 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 I made this chicken, but the colonel thinks it's so good. He let, The kids believed him. <laughs> Did Mr. Madison bring his chicken? Oh, they were so excited. What? That's what families do. And that's what the church is not doing enough. We're so busy programming that we do not get the opportunity to meet, know, and grow the people of our church family. Three quick examples. Another youth group story. I was, I was brand new to youth ministry. It was my first year of seminary, and we were in a Jewish neighborhood. The church now actually was sold to a Jewish school because there were so few Christians in the community. When I was there, there were still enough to run the church, and we made a rule. Anybody could come to youth group that wanted Anybody could come. There were only seven Christian kids in the school district, and I had 14 kids in my youth group. I had seven Jewish kids coming. Why did they come? Because we began to build a community. Well, the Jewish kids didn't real feel, real, feel real comfortable in our sanctuary or our big building. So we decided that we would have them over on Friday nights. We called it First Friday Nights, and you may remember this, before you could afford a VCR, you could rent one from the Acme. Does anybody remember? So on Friday, you'd go over, you'd rent the video and the VCR. We didn't own one, so we would rent the VCR and the kids would come. And I would send them all a postcard. Your postcard, Carol, would say, American cheese. Dee's would say ham. Yours would say bologna. Yours would say torpedo rolls. Yours would say potato chips. You see where we're going here? And when they all showed up, if they all showed up with their item, we had hoagies. Sometimes we had waffles. Salad. Salad. Do you not know me? Right? And we would eat together, we would laugh together, and then we would pick movies. And they got to pick one, and I got to pick one. I got an entire youth group hooked on Danny Kay. Right? The chalice from the palace has the pellet with the poison. The, pe- the vessel with the pestle has the brew that is true. And I had an entire youth group quoting Danny Kay. And loving each other and growing together and praying together. Changing lives together. And most importantly, eating together. The last one was this. My, my first real adult Bible study was when bread machines first came out. Do you remember when everybody got a bread machine for Christmas? So I made a loaf of cinnamon raisin, and I brought it in. Ooh. So then we all started making bread and bringing it in, and we would cut the loaf in half. We put a half in a a bag and set it out for anybody in the church that wanted to take it home, and then we would all eat the other half. We would have all kinds of because you know you can set the timer and wake up to fresh bread. Yes, does anybody do this? Well, I know we do it. (laughs) Vicki's like, "Yep," and you wake up and your entire house smells like fresh cinnamon raisin bread. Well, then you take it right to church and guess what your Sunday school classroom smells like? Fresh raisin bread. So this group said to me, Doc, we want to be better parents. We know that that's one of the things that are high on your list. Can we, they asked me, can we have a parenting class? Sure, I said. Why don't you come to my house on Wednesday nights? Sure, they said. I said, I got a brand new grill. I got a swimming pool. Bring your kids. We got a lifeguard who was a member of the church to come and watch the kids in the pool. And these people voluntarily took a whole summer to study parenting with me. One of the people in that group I'm having lunch with today. I haven't served that church for almost 20 years. And I'm still friends with that group. And they still call me for spiritual advice and a counsel. Why? Because we built a family. I want you to hear. That's where we're going. The sharing of intimate thoughts and feelings, especially the exchange in a, a spiritual level, is called communion. Communion is also called The meal that we share. Jesus set it up so that we would eat together. Hear this. The first century church did not have buildings like this. They grew in individual homes, which old Comiskey would call cell groups. Starting a group is not enough. Supporting a group is not enough. We as the church need to spiritually invest, invite, evangelize, and encourage people to come to these groups. There is a cure for CHF. Now, the flippant answer, and you know me, I like a good flippant answer, would be waffles. However, Ask God if you are called to host a cell group. Now I have good news for you. Kara already hosts a cell group. Don't you, Kara? They meet every Thursday night. Requires a modicum of musical talent. A heart to worship God. And they pray together and they sing together and they worship together. Wiki hosts a cell group. They meet on Thursday nights at 6.30. I meet a cell group that meets at 9.45. But You can have a cell group. You can invite a group of friends to your house to get together and talk about spiritual things. When a cell is planted, we need to make the commitment to serve, support, invite, invest, encourage, and evangelize, and grow. We as the church need to equip those cells. And I love the concept. I'm probably gonna add this to my spiritual vocabulary then Sunday morning church becomes a celebration. Whether it's waffles or bread machines, pool parties, first party, God is calling each and every one of us to gather, grow, and groom disciples. Amen.